Life Audio. Hey, sis, and welcome to Inside Out with Courtney. It's a podcast that helps thousands of women all around the globe, just like you, grow in Christ, character, calling, career, and community. Join me along with occasional guests as we talk about biblical truths, overcoming issues of life as Christian women, while also being encouraged and equipped for every good work as we await the return of Jesus Christ. I'm your host, Courtney Richard, and after a quick commercial break, we'll get ready to start growing from the inside out. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Well, again, welcome to the show. Today, I'm going to be talking to you about four ways to withstand the weight of ministry. Oh, yeah, we're going to talk about it today because... I know that if you have tuned into this episode, then you are feeling a little bit of the weight, if not a lot, of the weight of ministry. And so what does that actually feel like? How do we weather it? How do we withstand it when we're doing the things that God has called us to do and to those that we've been entrusted to, right? And so you know what I like to do before we go ahead and get started is break down words. And so the word that I'm going to break down today is the word weight. That's right. W-E-I-G-H-T, weight. So the Merriam-Webster Dictionary describes it this way. It says something heavy, the relative importance or authority, measurable influence, especially on others. And let me just tell you, the weight of ministry can look like a lot of different things. So for instance, if you are a youth leader or a young adult leader, or a women's ministry leader, or if you're a man listening to this and you're a men's ministry leader or a pastor of a church, or maybe you're just leading a ministry that is just a great calling in your church. I don't know. It could be missions or wellness or whatever that may be. Sometimes ministry can be heavy. Just the workload and the everyday of doing all of the things can be tough. And so we're going to talk about that today. And let me just say this before I move on. The weight of ministry can even be like your first ministry. And we know the first ministry in our homes is our families. So sometimes that can be weighty with tests and trials and hardships and communication issues and just all the things. If you're dealing with some things with your kids or your husband, it can be tough. And that's your ministry. That's like my first ministry. And that's your first ministry if you're married and have a kid or kids. And so that is something that sometimes can be a heavy load that we're lifting, but God is with us. And I'm going to talk about how we weather it. How do we withstand it? How do we get through it? How do we manage these things? How do we, you know, manage life in the midst of all that has been entrusted to us? And so let me just tell you something. 
ministry can be weighty. And so if you're listening to this right now and you want to know, Courtney, how do I get through this? How do I do this? How do I hold up in the midst of this? Like, I love my family. I love what I'm doing. I love serving. I love ministering. I love helping people. I love doing the things that God has called me to do. And I love serving those whom he has entrusted me to. But sometimes it's just hard and heavy. And so that's why you're listening to this episode today. And that's why I want to talk about it because I totally get you. Okay. I totally get you. You are so not alone in the process. And so let's go ahead and dive into this. So number one, when we're talking about withstanding the weight of ministry, the one thing that I want to tell you is don't give up on your assignment. That's right. Those who you've been called to, the assignment that you've been called to by God, do not give up. I know that sometimes you can be tired and exhausted and depleted. And I know it starts off exciting, right? When you're about to have a baby, it's exciting. When you're about to get married, you're excited. Oh my gosh, when you take on the new promotion or the new job, or maybe it's something that, you know, this new task at church, or maybe you're a new pastor, new minister, new leader. And it's just so, so exciting or this vision that God has given you. And you are just like super pumped and excited that you have been called and been chosen to do this very task. And then sometimes you look at it and you go, okay, Lord, are you really calling me to do this? Like, this is huge. This is heavy. I know it's going to be hard. I can sense it. I can feel it. But then God is saying, listen, I'm going to be with you every single step of the way. God never promised us that this life would be easy. He just never did. The people who carried out some major tasks in the Bible, it was hard. Mary had a task to carry Jesus, like our Savior, and it was going to happen supernaturally. And she was like, what? Me? I'm a virgin. Like, are you serious? But then all of a sudden she said, okay, so shall it be? All right, I'm going to do it. If this is what you're saying, then okay. And the angel told her what he said, there is nothing that is too hard for God. And so I want to echo the words of the angel that spoke to Mary that said, listen, there is nothing that is too hard for God. And so I want you to just hold on to that word as you are carrying out the assignment. Do not give up. Believe that he's with you. Believe that he's called you to it and that he is going to carry you through it. I mean, literally carry you through it. Even in the midst of the fatigue, even in the midst of the hardship, even in the midst of, I don't know what I'm doing, even in the midst of God, me, like all of that, hold on and do not give up and don't grow weary in the well-doing. I love what Galatians 6, 9 says. It says, don't grow weary in well-doing for in due season, you will reap if you faint not. So I want to encourage you right now, do not faint. And then the NIV version, this is what it says. I love this version too, because it says this, let us not become weary in doing good, in doing good. For at the proper time, we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. So what God is saying to you right now is do not give up. I'm encouraging you through this episode to hold on, do not faint, do not grow weary. Keep doing good. A harvest is coming. Your labor is not in vain. Whether that is in your house, whether that is on your job, in your ministry, whether that is in your community, whether that is in your city, 
whether you are holding out, helping someone in some way, even in your own family. And I'm not talking about just in your household, but in your, your, with your cousins or your uncle or your grandmother or your mom or your dad. Do not give up on people. Do not give up on your assignment. The harvest is coming. Change is coming. Hang in there, okay? Jesus is going to help you. And guess what? Rest is coming. The end is coming. There is a deadline. There is a complete stop coming one day. But for now, God is calling you to keep going and do not give up on your assignment. Now, let me tell you something. Before I move on and talk about point number two, there was a point where I was working on an assignment and it was revival. And I tell you, it was a heavy, heavy assignment. And I didn't call myself to it because I, first of all, I was like, Lord, I have never in my life done a revival. Like I've done events before. Thank God. Like he's skilled me and showed me how to do things like that. But I had never done a revival and I had seen it done all these different ways. And especially today with doing it, like there's all kinds of ways, like all kinds of ways to do revival. And I was like, Lord, I don't even know what I'm doing. I have no idea. And I need you to lead me and guide me every step of the way. And he did. But there were times when I was so exhausted. I was so tired. I mean, when he first gave me that assignment, I was excited. I was like, oh my gosh, like, yes. All right, let's do this. I don't know what I'm doing, but okay, I'm going for the ride with you. And and let me tell you something. Along the way, along the way, I was so depleted. I was so tired. I was just, oh my gosh, I wanted to quit so many times. But the Lord kept telling me, hang in there. Do not grow weary in doing good. Do not grow weary. Let me tell you something. The harvest is coming. Just keep going. Keep going. There is an end in sight. It's coming. But right now, I need you to get through it. I am with you. Hold on. And I'm telling you, I am so, so glad that I did. But let me just tell you something. The wait was hard. The assignment was hard. This was heavy. It was heavy. But God held me up. And so I want to tell you, God is going to hold you up. Just don't faint. All right, so let's move on to point number two, is to always keep your why in mind. Let me tell you, as I was working on revival, I kept why I was doing this in mind. I had to. Because otherwise, let me just tell you, I would have fell out. I would have given up. I would have said, you know what? I would have threw my hands up. I mean, I'm telling you, I was just, I was just exhausted, you know, throughout the process. And I was like, God, I want to enjoy this. I want to enjoy this. But you know what God told me? There were moments when he said, you know what, Courtney? The cross wasn't easy. The cross was heavy. But I did it for you. I did it for you. Jesus remembered his why. And when he did that and he kept us in mind, he didn't stop. He didn't give up. He finished what the father told him to do. He said, Father. Father, if you could take this cup from me, right? Because it was going to be hard. But he said, okay, your will be done. And sometimes we have to get there and say, okay, Lord, your will be done. And I had to do that. I'm like, okay, God, you call me to this, your will be done. Because there were so many times I wanted to give up. So many times I wanted to stop. But he said, listen, I got you. I got you, baby girl. I got you. And that's what he's saying to you right now is that he has you. Remember your why. When Jesus was on that cross, let me just tell you, he had to remember his why, and it was for us. And sometimes God will give us reminders to show us, listen, I've got you. <laughs> You're not alone in this. And let me tell you, one day 
I have to share this testimony. One day while I was working on this project, working on this assignment with Revival, I was coming out of a store and I was about to get in my car and this guy sitting next to my car, he was actually sitting in his car, right? And as I opened my door, he said, what does that say on your rear mirror? Like, what does that cross say? And I looked at it as I was getting in the car and I said, it says, she confidently trusts the Lord to take care of her. And so God was using someone else. Sometimes God will use others to help encourage us to keep pressing, to keep going. And I'm going to talk about that a little bit more after the break. But I want to share a, a verse that's coming from Jeremiah 17, 7. And this is what it says. Blessed are those who trust in the Lord and have made the Lord their hope and confidence. Well, all right, I'm going to take a quick break. And when I get back, I'm going to share two more ways to withstand the weight of ministry. Stay tuned for more. Welcome back. All right, let's go ahead and dive into the last two ways of how to withstand the weight of ministry. Number three is all about not denying help. That's right. Do not deny help. Let me tell you something. When Jesus was carrying that heavy cross on the way to Calvary for us, for you and for me, that cross was heavy. There was somebody that came along that helped him to carry that cross when he fell. And it was Simon of Cyrene. He will use people to help us when the load gets heavy. That could be a sister friend. That could be your mom. It could be your dad. It could be someone at work. It could be someone at church, a fellow co-laborer. Let me tell you something. God will use people, your friends, to be able to come alongside or even a stranger to give you a word in due season, to pray for you, to encourage you to help you, to help lift you up in the midst of the heaviness. And when that time comes, don't deny it. Embrace it. Embrace it. Because let me tell you something. There were times when I needed someone to pray for me, when I needed someone to encourage me, when I needed a word from God, when something just came on, on YouTube or on Instagram or Facebook and I just saw a word and I would screenshot it or I would take a picture of it. Let me tell you something. I was looking for billboards that had messages. I was looking for everything. I'm telling you, like if there was a song that I could listen to to help me in the midst of it, I'm telling you, I was like, Lord, I need every bit of you. And he used so many people to help carry me through that amazing life-changing task because that's exactly what it turned out to be. And so do not deny the help that God sends your way. Moses had help. Remember Jethro, his father-in-law? He came along and said, listen, get some other people to help you to carry out these tasks. You cannot do this alone. You need help. This is a big assignment. And so he took that wisdom and he assigned these different roles so that he could do the thing that God was calling him to do as he was leading the children of Israel. But he listened to the wisdom of someone else to help him to carry that heavy load. And so sometimes we have to lay down our pride and all the stuff that we think we know and say, you know what? Let me just shut up and be quiet and let me receive from somebody else. Let me just lay down what I think I know to do and say, okay, what do you have for me? Because I don't know what I'm doing right here. Okay, I need some help. Or I don't know it all, so help me out. Or just being still enough for somebody to whisper a word of wisdom to you in that moment. And I'm telling you, you're going to be so, so grateful at the end of the day, because I know that Jesus 
felt so grateful when Simon helped him to carry that cross to Calvary for us. So while you're helping people, allow someone else to help you while you are helping them. Okay? So, so, so important. So important. Now, before I move on to point number four, I do want to share this moment. I'm sharing another testimony here that happened that was so powerful. In the midst of revival, we were getting ready for the rehearsal, right? The worship side. And we were rehearsing the night before everything was going to begin. And in the midst of it, we were praying right before. I don't know if I was praying or if one of the other worship leaders was praying. I can't remember. And as we were praying, my eyes were closed. My head was bowed. And all of a sudden, I felt someone lift up one of my arms. And when I tell you, I was so tired. Now, this is the night before the revival event. And we are praying, and this is right before worship rehearsal is about to begin. And somebody grabbed my arm and held it up for me. And I felt like this weight being lifted. Now, this is ministry. We're about to do ministry and I am feeling so heavy and somebody lifted my arms. And when I opened my eyes, I said, who did that? I said, who lifted up my arm? And one of the worship leaders, she said, I did. It was me. And I said, thank you so much. I so appreciate that. You don't understand how, how precious that moment was for me and how grateful I am for you doing that. It was a moment that brought me back to the Old Testament of Moses when they held up his arms because that weight of ministry was so heavy. The load was so heavy. And that was nobody but God showing me once again that I have you. I am with you. I am carrying you. You are not alone in this process. And he had others alongside of me and he used her to do that. And I just felt that was such a precious moment. And if I ever doubted that God was with me in the midst of that assignment, it was at that moment when God was showing me, baby girl, I'm with you. I am here. I have called you to this. And so God is saying that right now. Let other people help you. Do not deny the help that I send your way. All right. The last point, number four is trust God to lift your burden. Trust him to lift your burden. He knows that sometimes in the midst of it, you're tired. You may be there right now. You may be exhausted. You may be depleted. But God is saying, listen, rest is coming. But right now, I need you to take some breaks, okay? Take a 15-minute break. Take a 30-minute nap or a five-minute power nap or 15 or 20-minute power nap Maybe it's an hour, go to bed early, exercise, drink water, eat right, do what you need to do to take care of you physically. And then I'm going to give you the supernatural rest that you need in the moments that I know that you need it. I'm going to give it to you. And God is so good about that. He knows exactly how much you can handle. Honestly, he really does. He knows when you need a break, okay? He knows when you need to go lay down. He knows when you just need that supernatural burst of energy to get through the day, to get through that moment, to get through that task, to get through that assignment. And guess what? There is an end in sight, whether it's a test, whether it's a trial, whether it's a task, 
whether it's something that God has called you to in this month, in this season, in this year, in this quarter, whatever it is, God is saying, listen, trust me to lift your burden. His burden is light. Remember that. His burden is light. His yoke is easy. Remember that? Remember that verse? We hear it all the time. We recite it all the time. But God is here to carry our burdens. And let me tell you something. In the midst of that revival, God carried me. There were times when I cried. There were times when I wondered. There were times when I was just exhausted, depleted, up and down, highs and lows, good and bad heavy and light. I mean, it was just all the things. I went through all of these different things because this was something that God had placed on my heart for over a year. But when it came time to take on the actual task, it was like maybe eight or eight months and then seven months and six and five and four and three and two and one. And then it was finally time for the day. And it was it was a heavy task. But God, And I went through uh, some hardships. Let me tell you something. I went through some hardships before. I went through some trials before I took on the task. I fasted. I prayed. I did all of the things. And just like Jesus did before he went into his ministry, he prayed and he fasted. And the cross was not easy. God will remind me throughout this. And I want to remind you right now, the cross was not easy. The cross was hard. Jesus did a lot of things that were not hard. But the cross? That was hard and heavy. That was a weight of ministry, but he was able to withstand it. He was able to get through it. He kept sight of his why. He did it for us. He didn't faint. He didn't give up. He didn't stop. He pressed until it was finished in the joy that awaited him. So guess what? There is joy that is awaiting you, my sister. There is joy on the other side. But for now, God is calling you to press until you rest, okay? But in the meantime, take your breaks, all right? In the meantime, rely on other people. In the meantime, know that he's got you. Trust in him and be confident in knowing that he is going to carry you all the way through. Amen? Amen. Thanks so much for joining me. I'll talk to you next time. Well, before I go, go ahead and get my life management planner. This is something that is going to be life-changing for you. It's a planner that you can use whether you're in ministry, whether you have a family, or you just want to get your life in a little bit more order, then go ahead and download my free life management planner today. Well, I pray that this episode has helped you. Also, if you need prayer or just want to let me know how this episode has served you, you can email me directly at InsideOutWithCourtney at gmail.com. Also, be sure to connect with me on social media, subscribe to the Inside Out With Courtney podcast and blog, and don't forget to tell other women about it. I'd also love it if you could leave a review and also don't forget to grab a freebie of your choice at CourtneyRichard.com. If you're hosting an event, let me know all about it by visiting CourtneyRichard.com slash booking. Now, before I go, I just want to take a quick moment to thank the team at Life Audio for their partnership with me on the podcast. If you go to lifeaudio.com, you will find dozens of other faith-centered podcasts in their network. And let me tell you something, they've got shows about prayer, Bible study, parenting, and so much more. All right, that's it for now. Until next time, remember, Jesus Christ is coming back soon. So let's get ready from the inside out. A powerful prayer life does not require hiking a mountain to be able to hear from God. God can meet us right in the middle of our busy lives to help, 
guide, and speak to us through prayer. I'm Christina Patterson, host of the Teach Us to Pray podcast, providing practical teaching and encouragement on how you can make prayer a natural and consistent part of your everyday life. I promise it won't require hiking a mountain, but you just might develop the faith to move one. Listen and subscribe at lifeaudio.com.